There is a French league that's, that basically only has one team that matters. Paris Saint Germain. Paris oh, yeah. Saint Germain. Saint Germain. Saint Germain. Saint Germain. I once got a t-shirt of that. Welcome to the People Sports Podcast. I am Mark Titus. She is Charlotte Wilder. And we are here for another week of talking about sports. It's what we do on the show, Charlotte. It is the People Sports Podcast. Uh, if you're listening to us and you want to see, l- last week, I got to say, Charlotte, I had a man bun, and it, <laughs> in some corners of the internet, it caused quite a stir. So I want to plug at the top our YouTube channel. Do not tell the people whether I have a man bun or not this week. Keep it to yourself. I will Don't not. Tell there, them. Is, there is no way in on, on God's green earth that I am about to tell anybody what your yep. hair looks right like. I will say, though, it's pretty good. So, you know, the people might want to go it, check it out. It might be a man bun. It might be wet. That happens sometimes. It I look could like be a professional a wrestler. I, I just get out of the, you know. Why do pro yeah, wrestlers that's like always your, have wet hair? I don't understand That's your that. Seth Rollins <laughs> look. Or was it Roman Reigns? That's what I'm trying to say. The, the, their their hair is always like an unusual wet too it's like not water they're putting something in it and i gotta figure out what the hell it is and it stays wet for they'll do like two hour long matches we should do an investigative wet. piece on what two wrestlers use to make. i'm thinking it's oil honestly but like that's Probably. so gross to put that much oil in your hair and that because they're always like shiny too but like yeah maybe i'll try it next week maybe we'll come on and i'll just have like really grossly wet <laughs> what is the baby oil budget for the wwe it's in the millions baby oil. of dollars <laughs> i was thinking olive oil but that olive gets pricey <laughs> that's not what you want ever oh my god <laughs> um listen it's uh we're recording this it's it's april 21st so that means uh 420 happened this this past week from the people last heard from us how'd you celebrate hell Charlotte? yeah I know, I know you're a big uh you're a big weed person you, yeah, you love I, the marijuana I, I love, love the drugs. <laughs> You're a drug person. <laughs> you know, I'm actually like maybe I think I think a lot of people see my tweets and like a response that I get a lot is just in reply to a tweet that I've just thought was funny. You know, I thought of it like 10 in the morning as I'm eating toast and they're like, how high are you? Or like, how stoned are you? And I'm like, I'm actually like never, never really stoned, stoned to be <laughs> honest. I, and anyone like if you need to wonder why it's because like read my tweets like I'm doing fine I'm weird enough without Yeah, it. like what what's more embarrassing when you fire off tweets at like one PM and people think you're stoned? Is it that you're not stoned or that like what's more embarrassing? That you exactly. are or that you aren't? I don't know. I don't know. I don't what know the more at this point. Answer is there. Do you feel like four twenty has lost uh, its luster now that weed is legal everywhere? Because it seems to me like it has. It feels I like do. who cares? Yeah, I also think that the internet killed it, you know, like yeah. 420 and 69, like my favorite jokes, yeah. like on, oh man, I forgot last year, two years ago on April 20th, I set an alarm, no, on June 9th, I set an alarm for 420 PM <laughs> and I took a screenshot and I tweeted it and I was like, oh God. <laughs> How high were you when you tweeted it? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I'm like stone cold sober by myself in my apartment. Do you, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's gotten soft? 
I think so. I think as mm-hmm. a as a guy who's very much not a weed guy, um, I I always observed 420 from afar. I 420 was like Hanukkah to me. It was like I <laughs> I know friends who participate, but I am not part of that culture. <laughs> so oh like I God. gotta be I gotta be well versed on it so I can have conversations with friends, but also I'm not partaking. And uh, you gotta know the story of Passover and like what the various yeah. acronyms mean, like yes. THC, C, like how yes. high were the Israelites Sativa when they were leaving? Indica. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Anyway, it just feels like it feels like it's not like it feels like uh, it was always cool because you weren't supposed to do it, and now it's like the government's like, yeah, man, smoke weed, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> right? You're Does like. It's like you're. It's like the parents who would buy the kids beer yeah. to have their party, yeah. and I'd be like, "Well, now I don't want to go." No, no, this is this <laughs> like, is all this is very lame. strange. I have um, to tell you, Mark. I, you know, I might. I'm not a big weed guy either, and no, no, you know, sh- I, that's not a judgment. It's just a personal preference. I, I drink a lot of wine. Um, but the other day, I realized that I had, um, I'd gone to the store and I came back with a ton of kombucha. A few of these like turmeric, um, you know, like wellness shots or something. I did some yoga and I scheduled an acupuncture appointment. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't smoke weed. Yeah. What the hell, Charlotte? And you don't live in L.A.? How is that possible? How I mean, that? Brooklyn. I live the, in yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn I started dressing like I'm just becoming my final form of Aunt Char. I wear like mostly beige and like linen. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, you know what? This is here we go. It's it's, it's no, time. I, I'm 32 of, now. <laughs> yeah. Part of getting older is just like not like that's part of not caring. Like even if you are a stereotype in a lot of ways, you as long as you don't care. Let it ride, you know? Like, who, who cares? I'm it doesn't matter. totally fine with it. The, fine. I think maturity is just accepting that you are who you are. <laughs> you are, yeah, exactly. You're like, this, who cares? This is who like I am. Like, you try to change the toxic stuff, but, like, the rest of it, you're like, well, I guess we're stuck with this. Well, some people don't try to change the toxic stuff. Like, I know. This is, this, I, right. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. I call it like I see it and you can't oh. handle it. <laughs> um, speaking, speaking of kombucha, if the, the oh, people are watching on YouTube, they'll know whether I'm drinking it right now or not. I uh, I, I became a kombucha guy when I moved to LA because uh, I, I said yes to everything when I moved out here, including growing my hair out, obviously. But uh, I uh, kombucha... I didn't even know what it was. Someone, someone I I used to work with at the ringer.com was, was a big kombucha person. And they were like, yeah, I I walked into their office one time and asked them what they were drinking. Well, I was like, what the hell is that? Are you drinking beer right now? And they're like, no, it's kombucha. I was like, what is kombucha? And then they explained it to me. Long story short, I'm at LAX like two weeks later, like probably flying back to Ohio. And I see kombucha at one of the little convenience stores. And I'm like, what the hell? I'll try it. When in Rome, right? I guess that's what the people right. drink out here. And I buy it and I see all the like, is it the cultures? The stuff that like hangs out at the bottom? Yeah. There's a lot of that. And I was like, oh, this one needs to be shaken up. So I start going like that. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm about to get on my plane and I open it. And that thing just exploded <laughs> everywhere. And, uh, Wait, the same exact thing happened to me once when I yeah. was driving like a long distance and I didn't realize it had gotten shaken up and I opened it and it just like exploded everywhere. <laughs> I so I, yeah. I, I still drink kombucha from time to time and I think the only reason I drink it, I don't even... I, th- I think the only reason I drink it is just to like win. I- I'm trying to like get revenge on that incident somehow. Like I feel like if I become a com- anyway, who cares? That feels Shut very up. much like something you would do. So I yeah. believe it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just really into probiotics, man. I don't know what to tell you. 
<laughs> um, can we figure out? We are the People Sports Podcast. We're here to talk about sports. We have to remind ourselves. Yeah. I know I say that like every week, but it's just a. I have to well, say I out loud. We, so I you remind know, we ourselves. sort of dip in and out to a certain extent. We could we could pivot to kombucha podcast. I'm sure the I'm <laughs> cool with it. People would love people that. would love it. Uh, we have to as we as we usually do at the start of these shows figure out what the hell we want to talk about, and we do mm-hmm. that by starting with what we don't want to talk about. And one thing I definitely do not want to talk about because it will get me fired up. It yeah. will get me hot. I will get yeah. heated. I will be an old man ranting if I talk about this. So I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. Is that the Indianapolis Motor Speedway today? Like less oh, than no. an hour before this recording. Uh, announced that there will only be 40% capacity at the Indy 500 and, and Memorial Day weekend this year, including no infield general admission tickets. They might as well cancel the race, Charlotte. The race <laughs> d- did not really happen last year. There were no fans last year. Mm-hmm. I was so looking forward to going to the Indy 500. It is my favorite sporting event in the world, as I've, I've told you on this program before. Um, I thought it's outside. Uh, we, we, a lot of the people in this country are getting vaccinated, myself included, Charlotte. I scheduled my vaccination. I scheduled, I, this is honest to God truth. I scheduled my vaccination in such a way that I would be double vaxxed by the time the Indy 500 came around. So I could go to Indy, not worry about it. Like go to the infield. It's outside. It is the biggest like track you've ever seen. You got to, I got to send you one of these pictures where they have the track and they show what can fit inside the track, how big it is. Like the entire Vatican can fit like in one little small pocket of the track. Stop it. Are you serious? Yeah. It's enormous. It's an enormous track. I didn't know that. Um, so I thought, surely, if there's a sporting event where they'll let people go, it would be the Indy 500 where you can go in the infield and be spaced out outside and, and people are vaccinated and what, whatever. And what, long story short, it's not happening. I found this out this morning. My, I, it, it has ruined my week. I'm very I'm upset. So I'm not getting the second shot. I already got the first shot. I'm like, you know what? I don't no, need Mark, just no, Mark. We're not Mark, doing Mark, we are not Mark. Mark. We are not retaliating at an inanimate <laughs> event by not getting vaccinated. That's what we're not. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to. I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna get hot. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, man. Like, I, you know, it's tough, right? Because you want everyone to be safe, but it's also like, what if you just made people get vaccinated and then let anybody in? I don't know. I know. No, I, I I honestly thought I thought I really talked myself into it. I was like, it's, it's, it's. I mean, I can't explain how big this track is. That there is more room. You could have like people literally set up like little camps. Like they 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 set up their little. I mean, you could have like a. Should I I Google what? What do I search? Here, I'll I'll try to pull it up right now. Indy Indy five hundred infield infield size or something. Yeah. Holy mackerel! Are you kidding me? Did you find one where it could show like all the football stadiums that fit inside, or like all the? That's the that's the one you got to find. Is yeah, like I a, found it. A picture of like of the Rose Bowl. I had the, no idea that. Yeah. How long? How long is that track? Two and a half. Five hundred miles. miles? Yes, yeah, five. Let's <laughs> do one lap. <laughs> yeah, it's two and a half miles. And uh, yeah, anyway, wow. I, I saw that. I saw that right before we came on air. And it, I'm and it, sorry, and Mark. Did you go? You go every year, right? I go every like... single year. This will be two years in a row now that I won't go. This is how I spend Memorial Damn. Day. Is uh, I, I, if I lived on Mars, I would find a way to go back to Indianapolis Memorial Day weekend to go to the race. And uh, oh. do you go with your dad? Yeah, we we've gone. We go a few times, but when I got a little older and I started wanting to just go hammer beers in the infield, my dad was like, "You go, you go ahead and go yourself. You have fun." On your own. Like, okay, cool. Um, I guess I could still go. They're still letting fans in. You could still you could sit in the bleachers. You have to wear a mask. Like it just kind of, you know, 
I don't know. I, I guess well, I so that's what I want to ask you. I want to ask you, what do you think, at what point is it worth going to something that is not its full self, but you're still going to it? Like, I uh, kind of feel like maybe you should give it a, give it a shot, you know? Still like, go? Yeah. I mean, because what would bum you out more going and being like, okay, well, I'm here. It's not what it normally is, but I'm here or being like, no, I'm just not going at all. Like, do you, well, the the flip side is like, I was thinking of having a party. Cause I did this last year where I, mm-hmm. I, I watched, I didn't have a party. I just watched it alone. But like, there was something. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, Mark, is your definition of a party? Like yeah. hanging out. But my thought yourself? is now I could have like a handful of friends in LA maybe come over and I'll throw the race on and it'll be my chance to like kind of show it off to them and say like well this you is, can you know you live in their culture so you can, I can show, show them off your my culture. culture and be like this is the race let's all watch it together let's all like gamble on who's gonna win that sort of thing I um, think that sounds like a lovely so I idea. might do that I don't know I'll have to figure it out but anyway we're not gonna talk about it we're definitely maybe not I'll fly out to LA all, for but, Memorial yeah, Day weekend fly- <laughs> for your party <laughs> I just <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious if I yeah, went to LA yeah. just to watch the Indy 500 in <laughs> your apartment? apartment. <laughs> it's like, are uh, you guys doing a show in person this week? And we're like, no, no, yeah. this is. I'm just here for the race. Just for the race. That's it. The ra- the race that's going on 2,000 miles that way. You're like, yep, yep, yep. that one. That's the I one. went to LA for the Indy 500. Uh, a couple other things I don't want to talk about. Trevor Lawrence has donated twenty thousand dollars to Jacksonville Charities, uh, which Dude, seems I- a little presumptive, does it not, Charlotte? I hate that. I saw that. I got an alert on my phone and I was pissed. I was like, first of all, <laughs> I was. This is why we're not going to talk about it because I was like, okay, for look, I like Trevor Lawrence. Also, he just got married. Did I search mm-hmm. that wedding hashtag? I sure did. Did I look at his girlfriend's pictures of it? I just did. Did me, I watch their me, wedding video? Give me a thumbs up or thumbs down on the wife. Just that I, we, we got to, I don't want you to nuance it. I just want you to give me, like, do you, it doesn't have to. Just tell me, like, would you want to hang out with her? Thumbs up no. or thumbs down? Okay. <laughs> but that's probably okay, because that's I'm like 10 years older, like that's 11 true. years that's older. Yeah. And she's this sorority girl from the South with all of her Southern friends. And they all like look nice all the time. Mm-hmm. And I would just be like, I'm old and my my beauty tips are like wear glasses. So <laughs> I, it's more of a, she, I'm sure she's a lovely person. It's more that like, I don't think we're quite at the same stage of life. Right. Um, but she so anyway i looked at all that um which you know i could have we could talk about it <laughs> we're, we're not you, going to we're okay, not going to all right. okay all right we're, not, we're definitely on. not going to i just want to say shout out to the overlap of people out there there are not many of us who care about wedding hashtags and sports as equally at, at the same time i've gotten a few messages on instagram from people who are like thank you i feel seen and i'm like if there are only three of us out there that's fine <laughs> um okay so I saw the $20,000 thing and I was like, okay, first of all, how does Trevor, (laughs) I was like, how does Trevor Lawrence have $20,000 he can just give away? Well, I was like, I, I, wait, okay, okay, go ahead. I understand that, you know, you can start doing endorsement deals now. Mm -hmm. I understand that he will be the number one draft pick. I understand all of that. But if in my head, I was like, when I graduated from college, if you think I had 20 grand to to give away, let alone like live on, you're wrong. And then I was like, so was there anything like, has he gotten that money already? Mm. Like, how do you have the Say liquidity? It, Say it. Was he I'm paid not... by Clemson? Say no, it. No, no. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying it. I'm just saying, how does he have, you know, obviously, like, I think the pairs should be, players should be paid. So I don't care at all. And I'm, that's really... Honestly, it was more of just like 
how do you have 20 grand as a recent college grad who hasn't been drafted yet, which is the most absurd place for my brain to go because obviously there are ways. And yet I was like, I don't get it. Also 20 grand isn't that much. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it's an obnoxious amount of money because it's not like a bunch of money that can really make change. Like, yes, it'll do things. Like I'm not saying don't give if you can't give a ton of money, but as a number on draft pick, it's like a weird amount to me. Yes. I, I would agree with that, but it's also, as you said, it, 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 it he's stuck in the weird zone because he he has not been drafted yet and he doesn't have a contract. So like twenty thousand dollars to a guy who just left college is a ton of money. That is like yeah, he's donating a ton of money. But if you frame it as the number one draft pick NFL player donated twenty thousand dollars, you're like that's not that much. And <laughs> he, like, he's what? stuck in between. Uh, I was less focused on the money and more on the Jacksonville part, which felt very presumptive. We all know he's going to go number one, but yeah, I mean some decorum would be nice, Charlotte. Some like I know. You know, I mean, tell me about what have what have sports become? I mean, what happened and, to gentlemanliness? Yes, yes. To to waiting until it's official. You know, you get you gotta before you consummate the relationship, we gotta take it to the altar, do we not? I mean, I mean, I'm waiting on. for marriage, so uh, <laughs> I just feel like I just. I mean, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I just feel like. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it. Do that. We're not going to talk about any of it. But the bottom line is, it was a weird amount of money, and it was a weird thing to do in the first place. And like, what if Urban Meyer changes his mind? What if at the last second he's like, "Psych," and then they just got twenty grand from? What if he's like Justin Fields, my guy? Come on. Also, why wouldn't you just take Justin Fields? I'm very much on the Justin Fields train, but you know, I love Justin Fields. I love you're 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 preaching the choir. I love Justin Fields, but uh, I don't know. well, the we're, point is, we're not going to talk about it. So right. Let's, uh, Sorry, let's we're not on. talking. That's why we're uh, not talking about it. I also do not want to talk about the the Dallas Mavericks are have announced that they are going to accept Dogecoin for tickets and merchandise. I'm uh, sorry, what? You know uh, Dogecoin. I believe that's how it's pronounced. I don't really know. But um, the, the like cryptocurrency. word for a dog, like a doge? Yes. Doge. 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 Doge? I'm sorry. Have we gone through the looking glass to the point where you can pay for tickets to a sports game with a meme? Yes, that's what that's we're not going to talk about it because it's 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 stupid. And and Mark Cuban is Elon Musk of sports. I've always said this and uh he's he he's continuing to be Elon Musk of sports with this. So, yeah, you can buy I Do- Dogecoin. Hate it. Yes, Dogecoin was created as a joke, literally a meme, literally a guy who created it was like cryptocurrency i don't know if he said it was stupid but he was just like cryptocurrency is so dumb like not in a bad way but just dumb in a like this is anybody can do this just create a cryptocurrency and in fact i'm going to prove it by creating this thing i'm going to call dogecoin based off of the the dog that's like 69 coin yes 69 coin is what he created and then uh (laughs) it has been memed to death by most famously elon musk who is like ride doge to the moon and then people do doge memes and then long story short, uh, the Dallas Mavericks have now announced that they, in the future, maybe now, I don't know, I don't, I didn't read the full announcement. Is it now or is it in the future? Whatever. They are willing to accept Dogecoin as payments for tickets to their games. So Mark, we're not going to talk about My question to you is what has this society become? <laughs> that is my, no, but this is another one of my things where it's like, you know, I, on one of the shows when you weren't here and someone asked me, what's your worst take? I kind of roasted myself because I was like, I didn't want an iPhone. I didn't want separate places for my music. I didn't want, you know, I like, and I still yeah. contend that my life would be a whole lot better if I didn't have those things. 
I, I would agree so with like, that. So, I like, mean. I don't think we need Dogecoin. I also think it's awful for the environment. So, you know, did you know that? That Bitcoin oh, is because of hard, the servers? Because of the, yeah. The, the amount it that it takes to mine, quote, because the whole thing is so stupid, Bitcoin. This is going to come back to bite me someday when I make a ton of money selling bitcoin but the <laughs> the amount of um energy it takes to mine it or whatever outweighs all of the solar panels in the world wait really for, to, to mine one bitcoin? Well, i don't know i saw that on the internet mark but you get my point <laughs> it's a lot of energy <laughs> you know I it's like that. let's protect this earth there's right, only one right. of them uh, yeah I'm a, do, do you know what an nft is by the way do you feel confident enough to describe that? Well, if, if you had to stand in front of a... Here's a question. I'll frame it this way. If you had to stand in front of a full arena of people at half court of an NBA finals game at halftime, the 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 entertainment for your halftime show, is Charlotte Wilder has to pick between icing and an NFT and explain them, either one, to a crowd. Which one are you picking? Oh my god, that's not I still mark after everything we've been through, I still don't know <laughs> what icing is. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like I'm sitting here being like, I think I'd rather explain an NFT. Because an NFT is a piece of um virtual art. It is a meme, it is a visual representation. Yeah. Sometimes it moves that has its own unique bitcoin blockchain signature so that you can't sell it to other people but you have it to which i say what the actual bleep is that because i'm sorry i can take a picture of it with my phone and now i have it and like what if i turn that into an nft is that an nft of an nft like whoa <laughs> i'm just saying You're like okay mark i've started that. making i've started making beautiful toast in the morning i okay. have a design i make with peanut butter and honey and it brings me a lot of joy and i took a picture of it and i was like let's make this an nft an nf toast you know like yes i'm listening I, how much i don't I'll know how it. how much how on, on how on earth also one bitcoin is like two thousand dollars like what is happening? It's like twenty thousand dollars, I think. But yeah, whatever. It's so much money. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Lawrence donated one, one Bitcoin. One Bitcoin to Jacksonville. He uh, yeah, he donated one one half of one NFT. Is wait, we're getting word that one uh, Bitcoin is sixty thousand dollars. Like it's what up to the, sixty. What the heck? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> why am I getting so heated about this? Like, why do I? Oh God! This is why we're not going to talk about it. Okay. You look, did pretty. You did pretty good with the NFT description, by the way. I'll, I'll say this: Thanks. I I actually understood NFTs when they first started, not in like how the technology works, but like the the thought of like why would anybody want one? Because uh, my friend brought that up to me. He goes like, he goes, you fall in this NBA Top Shot thing, and I was like, a little bit. And he's like, why? I don't get it. Like, what the what's the point if like right. you you own a GIF? Like, I could just see the GIF, and I was like. Dude, what's the point of sports cards if it's a picture of Babe Ruth that I can look right. up on the internet? I can look up that picture <laughs> on the internet. And he was like, whoa, good point. <laughs> it's sort of being like, I don't want to read books on my phone. You know, yeah. like that ship has sailed. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the so- point of any art? Like you have like a, a Picasso painting. I could just take a picture of that and put it in my apartment. Like what's the, what's the point of owning oh an actual God. Picasso? You know what I mean? Oh my like, god, you're, you're just blowing my mind. Yeah, exactly, I just had right? like I got a pit in my stomach. I was like, oh it, my god, what it's making okay. sense. It's all adding up. Well, um, apparently though, and it, well, I'm not look, 
I was going to say what NFTs are going to do to the fine art market, which is already a mess, but I don't think we need to get into <laughs> oh that. God. What else you got for me, Mark? What other headlines? Well, I feel like that stuff we shouldn't talk about. So thank God we didn't spend any time on any of that stuff. Phew, uh, what I call. would like to talk about, it feels like there are two things happening in the sports world right now that has mm-hmm. everyone's attention. And mm-hmm. I feel like we should talk about those. Uh, one of them maybe this is what we start with is the, the rise and fall of the European soccer super league that lasted like 36 hours yes, and just came yes, out of nowhere, yes. like a meteor and just exploded. I had no idea this was happening. I'm not as plugged into soccer as I wish I was. I love soccer. It is my favorite sport to watch. I mean that literally, I'm not saying that for effect. I genuinely love just throwing on soccer games, but for whatever reason, it's like hard to follow. And especially Especially the Premier League, living on the West Coast is impossible to follow because those games are... Well, you'd have to get up at, what, three in the morning? Yeah, they start so... So I, I've kind of, like, fallen out of, like, following soccer. But if there's a soccer game on, I'm watching it 100%. Right. I'm putting it on and watching it. Um, so that that's my... So I, I say that to say that, like, I, I love soccer. And, and, and even this came out of nowhere to me. I did not know yeah. anything about this. It just one day I, I logged on to the internet. I signed in. I typed in my password on the internet. I was like, I'm going to do some internet today. <laughs> and I hit enter. And then it said Super League Europe. And I was like, what the hell? Where did this come from? And then it, 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 it disappeared immediately. That? What's that? About the logging on. And we'll get into the, its disappearance. But logging on and, and seeing Super League. And like all of a sudden, there was just so mu- much drama about it. I felt like everybody had known about this for years. And I was yes. the only one who didn't know what was going on. I, I felt the exact same way. Like this, is, this has been talked about for like eight years. Yeah. And they finally are doing it. And uh, I was like, well, why, how, why am I just now hearing about this? I was like, is this my fault or your fault for not telling me? Like, whose Seriously. fault is this? What's going on here? I don't, and, and, and why, and, and like, what? Like, yeah. I, I, I just felt, I immediately felt stupid and out of yes. the loop when the well, Super this is, League happened. This, this is what's so hilarious about it is like, it comes out of nowhere. I was like, how do I not know about this? I got to, re- I mean, the, the basics are pretty simple. Like all the, the richest clubs in Europe, the ones that quote unquote matter got together and were like, why do we need these other bums? Let's just start our own league. Um, but I wanted to read about the specifics because I was like, yeah, this blindsided me. I knew nothing yeah. about this. Yeah. So as I started reading about it, uh, news broke that it's off. It's off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as I finally got to a point where I sort of understood what happened, yeah. uh, everyone's like, yeah, it's all the English clubs have backed out, so it's not happening anymore. <laughs> I, I also like, cool. love that it's somehow like at one point during this whole thing, um, JP Morgan was trending on Twitter because of a European Super League soccer situation, and people were livid. And I was like, is this the communist revolution? Like, is it going to be, is are we going to get socialism because of the Super League? Like, is that what this has come to? And, oh, definitely. Definitely. The, definitely. I, I think if, if there's like a, a global type shift in things, it's going to happen because of either sports or trash television. Those are yeah. the two things that I feel yes. like can like shift and geopolitics. Honestly, <laughs> this is what we've come to. I mean, you know, yes, that is so true. And so I was like, oh, okay, so this is the revolution. Like I should get my copy of the communist man. Do, do you know there is this... Uh, <laughs> There's one tweet that I think of on Twitter a lot where it's from like 2015 where someone tweeted, welcome to Twitter. Here's your copy of the Communist Manifesto and a subscription to Monday Night Raw. Because because like everybody on Twitter is always just like tweeting about wrestling or like socialism. And that's not true anymore, but that was definitely a... Anyway, so yeah, I I feel like they were the the general sentiment. I'm going to be honest, Mark. I don't fully understand what happened, but I get the idea that the fans... is this 
Yeah. The gist was this, Charlotte. Uh, I'll, I'll, here's here's what. Can happened. you mansplain so, this to me? I'll mansplain this to you. Um, and I am. This is the blind leading the blind. This is the equivalent Tell of like. Tell me like a, I'm five. Tell yeah, me like well, I'm this five. is like a seven-year-old explaining <laughs> it to a five-year-old. So like anyone who's like eight right. or older is listening to this and is saying like, "What? No." Um, Shout out to our five-year-old fans. So there, <laughs> there are a handful of soccer leagues in Europe, as mm-hmm. we know. There's a, there's a Spanish league. There is a, a the English Premier League seems to be the most popular, certainly stateside. Uh, I don't know if it's because it actually is the best. I would assume so, but also maybe it's just because the commentators speak English, and that's why we like it the most over <laughs> mm-hmm. here. Uh, there is a French league that's, that basically only has one team that matters: Paris Saint Germain. Paris oh, yeah. Saint Germain. Saint Germain. Saint Germain. Saint Germain. I once got a t-shirt of that. There's a German league that's pretty good, but it's also pretty top-heavy. Bundesliga. Uh, There's there's an Italian league called Serie A. Um, so there's all these leagues. They they have a Champions League, uh, the UEFA Champions League, where every year the teams, the best teams from the year before, compete concurrently, which means at the same time, I believe, Mm. as their domestic leagues. (laughs) (laughs) So. Say, like, every year the Champions League is made up of, like, the top four teams from England, the top, like, three from Germany or something like that, uh, the top two or three from Italy. And they all, they all like, have this Champions League going on at the same time. So, like, you'll play, uh, you know, you'll oh, play... Oh, so your... they're not excluded from their domestic league. They're just no, playing they play double the games. No, they play at the same time. They play, like, double games, yeah. And, and then they have, like, these little windows built in where it's like, now it's Champions League time. And they're competing for this Champions League. Now, Wait, wait, wait. Started... That's what the Champions League is? No, not yet. This, this was the system pre Super No, but league. not the Super League, but the, the yes. Champions League. That's what the Champions League is. Yeah, is oh, all the I've best teams in Europe that. competing. So <laughs> what you, was Mark. happening is uh, basically the English the English League, I think, I believe you get four spots. And this is the part where it starts to fall apart because I don't entirely remember how the system works. In but the I believe, Super League? Uh, no, in the Champions League. In the oh. Champions League, you would get the top four teams, whoever would qualify based on the, the season before, the top okay. four teams get to go into the Champions League. All right. Yeah. So what was happening is that the richest teams in in England were looking around, saying like, "This is bullshit." That like we have to qualify for this. Like I'm Manchester United. Oh, I make yeah. more money than everyone else. Why do I have to actually go earn it on the field? I should be in the Champions League already. I should get a free pass. What? That's what people want to watch. They want to watch me. They don't want to watch Leicester City. Congratulations, Leicester City. You won the Premier League. Take your damn trophy. Get the hell out. No one wants to watch you in the Champions League. That's what they were saying, basically. Do you do you know what this is? Do you, do you know what the Super League is? That all of those teams that are that are saying that, even if they haven't earned it, or if they used to be great, or if they, you know, whatever their status is, that's Boston Sports. Yes, it's Boston sports. All of those teams that are like, everybody wants to watch us. We matter the most. We matter the most. Why would anybody not like us? So here's the thing, though. They're not wrong. The <laughs> all oh. the best teams and all these teams in Europe are the teams that everybody wants to watch, and so they all got together and they're like, We are the only teams that matter. Nobody cares about Fulham, nobody cares about uh, West Bromwich Albion, they care about Liverpool, Man United, etc. It's at Man City, like these are the ones they care about. So they called up Barcelona, Real Madrid, and and Juventus, and and whoever else, and they were like, We're the only teams that people care about. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just like cut the fat, start our own league? And we don't have to qualify for it or anything. Like we're in because we matter, and, and that's we'll make that's basically even more money. And we'll make even more money because like everybody will watch us. Because who the hell wants to watch those other teams? Who mm-hmm. want? It's the equivalent of of yeah. It's what I mean, you say the NBA is becoming. 
the NBA is becoming that. Who wants to watch the Pacers play the Pistons when all we really care about is the Lakers and the Celtics yep. and the on and on and on, right? right? So that's kind of what they did. They just they decided to all trim the fat. People lost their minds, obviously, and then uh, apparently it's not happening now. So that's that's pretty much it. But it was, what I a fun thirty six hours it was. <laughs> I love that fans. It was like a populist uprising. They were like, "You will not take our teams yeah. from us," because that's essentially what was gonna happen right like the other leagues would atrophy to the, the point other, where nobody would care yeah right all, it wasn't sustainable the, so yeah, basically it would have turned soccer in europe into those teams only yes yeah and so that's that ultimately what happened was like fifa uefa uh i believe like all these governing bodies because mm-hmm. the super league was going to be governed by its own deal so all these other existing governing bodies said if you do the super league you're mm-hmm. done you never you're not you're out of our stuff forever like you can't play in the world cup you can't play in the the Euro, which is a big deal to the the European people. Um, mm-hmm. So if you if you're a player, <laughs> you Euros. play. Not as it's not as big of a deal in like uh, in Iowa for some reason. <laughs> the Euro, the Euro, I don't know why. Uh, Weird. If you play in those, uh, you will not be able to ever play in the World Cup. Is kind of what they said. And I don't know if they have. I don't know if that was true or if they were just threatening it. But whatever. Long story wow. short. Wow. And so then yesterday it kind of all fell apart, right? Yeah. And it all fell or apart. Or I guess on yeah. Tuesday rather. And I just had a field day tweeting about it because I had no idea what was going on. Then all of a sudden I realized what was going on and I realized that the story that was happening was not happening anymore as I was catching up on what was supposed to be happening. And I just completely lost my mind because my favorite thing in the world, Mark, I am obsessed with defunct sports leagues. (laughs) I'm dead serious. I think like the XFL, the AFL, is the XFL defunct? Okay. No. It's back-ish. It's defunct twice. It's twice defunct. And this is 3.0 yes. with The Rock, right? Yes. Okay. This is 3X, 3 I know what you mean. I know, <laughs> and I know what you mean, though. XFL 1.0 is very different than what XFL 3.0 is. And so like, it's- I loved 2.0. I thought 2.0 was the sweet spot. I was obsessed with it. I just, it was like, the XFL was like, I, you know, at one point I had all these metaphors for what the XFL was, but the XFL was like, you know, the, the friend who like the NFL is the honor student, you know, gets straight A's, gets into a good college. Everybody's really proud of it. And then the XFL is just as smart, but didn't apply itself, you know, gets in a little bit of trouble, ends up at community college, claws his way out, finally gets a four-year degree, and then is just like running the coolest skate shop in town. And everyone's like, well, the XFL clearly came out on top. Like that to me is the essence of 2.0. And I'm a little worried about 3.0. I mean, you know, I was excited when I, when I was coming to Fox and they still had the XFL. I was like, oh man, maybe I could do XFL stuff. And then, you know, the pandemic. 3.0. Yeah. We're going to have to keep an eye on 3.0. There's the potentials there for it to go too far. And now it's the kid that's living out of the van by the skate park. And you're like, that's not cool. You're 34. Get a job. And he's, his parents are super rich. So you're like, come on, we all see what you're doing. Um, Um, I don't know. What's your favorite defunct sports league? Uh, I have two that come to mind when you ask me that number one is slam ball, which I think we've spent some time talking about on this show. Uh, It, I, I don't even remember how long it lasted. It was one. I, I remember it being like like dominating one summer when I was in high school. There was a run of the and one mixtape tour and slam yep. ball at the exact same time, and I was 
just the right age to just be absolutely obsessed with both. Totally. Uh, and I don't, yeah, I don't remember how many years slam ball lasted, but I do remember that a guy like broke his arm or his leg in half, like had a compound fracture just snapped in half. And that was, and then, they, yeah, was and then the guy, the guy goes to slam ball and he's like, you guys are going to pay for this, right? With your insurance. And they were like insurance and started tugging on their collar. <laughs> <laughs> They're like insurance. I hardly know her. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I think that was the end of slam ball. I miss slam ball. So that was my first answer. The second one that comes to mind is uh, speaking of like alternative, football leagues mm-hmm. is nfl europe do you remember nfl europe charlotte yes there was a oh there's a league God, in the yes. summer where they would play in europe and it was it was i remember the rain fire we were a team i, the I, I rain don't remember fire? it was rain fire yeah i'm gonna look this up okay i don't rain. remember this i think i might have just lied when i said i remember this because it sounded like something i remembered but i would remember rain fire what the year rain, was this wait is that how you pronounce rain r-h-e-i-n the rain fire. Rhine. Rhine. Is it Rhine? I always oh, said Rhine. Buddy. Rhine I think fighting. that's a town in Germany. It is a ter- in D- Dusseldorf, Germany. Dusseldorf. I'm not good at speaking any language other. Than I do a really good German accent. Some Spanish. Dusseldorf. I can't do German or French. So uh, okay. Accents Rhine. or language. Uh, either like one. I can, speak, I can speak Spanish. If you give me Spanish, I'm just I saying I do a, a fairly decent German accent. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh, oh yes, this is something I've worked very hard on for many years. That's pretty Sorry. good. That's pretty well, good. It's okay. I can do I'm Australian. I can do Australian if I've had a beer too. I mean, but oh, I'm I not, can't. So. To save my life. Melbourne. 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 or Sydney. Say, say. Oh, I've done this too before. This is so embarrassing. I'm starting to. A- I'm starting to repeat my bits on the podcast. I think I've done this on this podcast. I was going to say, say, rise up. Lights. Oh yeah, razor blades. That's yeah. It. yeah, that's the yeah. See, rise of lights. Rise of lights. Rise of lights. <laughs> rise Melbourne. Melbourne. I'm from Melbourne. I just Where repeat it after you say it. <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> Anyway, um, what were we talking about? We were talking about NFL Europe, Rhinefire. Oh. I'm sorry. The Rainfire sounds so much cooler, so I'm sticking with that. The, <laughs> Rainfire was a team. sounds like the, the reboot of Fire and Ice. Did you ever have that restaurant? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, I looked it up. They are. They were a team. I remembered correctly. They were a team in Germany. But anyway. Uh, that, what year that, was that? When did that NFL happen? Europe. When was NFL Europe? Let me look that up. Uh, was, it was NFL the- Europe like 2008? Yeah, that feels right. It was again like when I was in high school over the summer. Right? That's what comes to mind. Or like, or NFL. like '05. It was. Uh, it started in '91. It oh, ended wow. in '07. Oh my so, god! Yeah, oh, the, the '05 through '09 were just like the weirdest years. Yeah. Like, like people were going a little. Like the internet was not new, but it wasn't what it is yet, and so yes. and people were just like doing we're just wilding out all the time and like and, you didn't know that everything was going to come back to bite you and like sports leagues were getting weird with it and like it was just sort of like the the extreme they were just like you just throw like yes. xfl's like x and the x games yes. x x you know th- there's literally a movie called triple x with vin diesel <laughs> yes and then and then you know they have like four loco like original strength four loco yes. and yeah. kids are like losing their mind yeah so Anyway, just I, a lot NFL of, Europe uh, is a is a good one. A lot of guys with backwards hats showing up on your TV and be like, "What's up, kids?" and snapping their fingers like they're packing dip and, and like, like pictures <laughs> of them yeah. like this, and they're like, 
but they're like all loser white guys from Colorado. Steal your parents' credit cards and log on to our website. We still. <laughs> I think that's how Dude Perfect was started. It was just like watching those videos. <laughs> yes, definitely, one hundred percent. Is there anything else on the Super League? I mean, do you have defunct league? Is there another one other than XFL 1.0 that that you love? I mean, the AFL was really wild because yeah. it was um, Charlie Eberhardt. Is that who it was? That sounds right. Is that the I guy? Yeah, he. I met him at a Super Bowl party once, and he was wearing an AFL uh, starter jacket. And I was like, That's "This a good guy, this guy's committed to yeah. committed to the bit." Um, um, but yeah, I, I don't I, know. That one was more sad because a lot of people just like. I mean, they're all sad, but like the XFL ended because of the pandemic, and the AFL yeah. is just like, "Oh, we don't know how to manage our money." It really is a bummer because I, I thought when I woke up this morning, I said to myself, "I for I don't know why, I don't know how. Uh, it doesn't make any sense." But I really thought to myself, "I would love if there were NFL football games on today." Wow. In April, I don't understand why that happened, but I just like woke up and I was like, "Man, it would be so dope if there no. were NFL games on." I would watch every I get second it. of them. I get it because yesterday we started talking about the Chiefs and then, you know, we have a list coming up that I put an NFL thing on and I was like, man, I really like watching football. <laughs> it's 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 great. It's it's yeah. not my favorite sport, but it's also like I don't I don't know. It's like less a sport and more of just like a cultural just thing. Yeah, it's like <laughs> putting exists. a movie on. You're yeah, like, let's yes. put a football game on. Let's just throw a football game and on. And then you get obsessed and you're like, what is happening? Can you imagine going over to someone's house and they're just like going through their Rolodex and they're, they're pulling out like VHS tapes and they're like, which football game you want to watch tonight? <laughs> <laughs> you, want, uh, you want Super Bowl. Eagles, you want Lions, 96? Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's the literally other... the plot of, um, what's that movie, Jennifer Lawrence and what's this, Bradley Cooper? Um, 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 not the blind side. No, the one, the, the uh, I know what you're talking about. God, the weakest so, silver linings playbook, silver, silver linings, linings playbook. playbook. Yeah, that's what okay. it was. Right. Um, the, the super back to the super league. My final thought was just like the, the whole idea felt like something a 12 year old would come up with <laughs> all the way down to the name super league. The, the idea of just like, why don't, why don't we just take like the best teams and like put them all together and like, like, wouldn't that be dope? Like, it feels like, like, <laughs> I, feels I, I was like- waiting. I was waiting for the press release where they they were going to say that like the Yankees were joining and the Lakers <laughs> and they're not playing soccer anymore. They're playing like a they're doing like a decathlon with all these yes. guys. Oh my god, I would watch that though. Battle of the Network Stars, starting the Lakers, <laughs> the Yankees, Real Madrid. <laughs> the greatest crossover event in history. No, I I it's sort of like a recess when you know, you had kids who'd be like, well, let's just take all the best kids. Like, what if the best kids make a team? And then and the other yeah. kids are like, because then it's not fun, you assholes. Like, yes. <laughs> I'm not like, that's the whole point. And that's basically what fans said. They were like, are you kidding? And like, yeah, obviously Tom is better at football yeah. than I am. But like, that doesn't mean I But we want to watch upsets. Play. We want to see upsets. We want to see drama. We want to like, yeah. yeah like, if they hadn't let me play, I never would have beat up Will McKenney on the soccer field. <laughs> in third grade and that Suck was it, one will. of my crowning mo shout out will i don't know what he's up will, to come on he's, the podcast let's talk about yeah. it wow that's it's when i say things like that and i'm like he could hear that he, he could hear that he could and for the record so that so that he's not say, I, I didn't beat him up it's just we, we you and we played soccer at recess every day and then inevitably one of the boys would pick up the ball and turn it into football and because of social constructs the boys would only tackle <laughs> 
each other. Like uh, they wouldn't yes. give the ball to girls. They wouldn't tackle. And I was so pissed because whenever the ball got picked up, I knew that it meant soccer wouldn't be played anymore and they would cut me out of it. So Will is running by. He's wearing like a Pat starter jacket, you know, the swishy nylon one. I reached out, grabbed him by the arm of his starter jacket, like the fabric, slammed him down on the ground and sat on him and took the ball away. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, not today, Satan. <laughs> and then we kept oh. playing soccer. He is definitely he definitely remembers this and thinks about it all the time. And he's probably blocked you on Twitter because he doesn't want to see you pop up and just feed. And listen, there's some people from get elementary school who like my tweets every once in a while. So shout out Trevor. I just watched, <laughs> by the way, just the other day. I, I it was on and I watched the whole thing, the Seinfeld episode where uh, Jerry the the race where he raced Duncan Meyer. Are you a Seinfeld person? Do you not know, big do enough to well? know that he he raced Duncan Meyer, his friend from high school. Like or not, they weren't friends. They were rivals yeah. because they had this race where Jerry cheated and he got out to an early start. And now they're adults. And Duncan he runs into him. Oh yes, wait, lived, no, yes, I do. And he's never yeah, lived yeah, it yeah. down. And he's Great. like, we gotta we gotta restage this race so I can beat you. And then Jerry cheats again and wins. Yes. Inadvertently cheats and wins again. And Duncan's like, no. Yes. <laughs> really good. Hey, guys, we appreciate you listening to the show. But are you aware, Charlotte? Do you think the people know this, that they can watch us on YouTube? I'm not sure the people know, but the people can watch full episodes. The people can watch compilations of me being an idiot. They can watch compilations of you being an idiot. They can watch all of our bad takes about hockey. I mean, it's all here. So please, please go watch us on YouTube because the only thing funnier than hearing us in your headphones is seeing me turn bright red when I get something wrong. Here's my promise to the people. At some point, I'm going to wear my hair in a man bun before I get it cut. So uh, there you go. Watch on YouTube for that. What day will I show up to the show with a man bun? Uh, I don't know. We'll find Keep out together. Keep them on their toes, and you'll only find out if you watch it on the internet. Anyway, uh, enough of Super League talk. Let's talk about uh, what is going to be the the driving our list that we're making today, yes. which is uh, a man by the name of Stephen Curry. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the other thing I believe that's going on in the world uh, of sports. Actually, Mark, I believe it's pronounced Stephen. Stephen. It's actually have Steve you, Curry. Have you thought about <laughs> that Steve Kerr and Stephen Curry have basically the exact same names and it's Never. the coach and player. Not until I, right now. I think about it all the time. Do you really? <laughs> Holy crap. I, Steve I've, Kerr, Steph Curry. Whoa. How did I never? That I've thought that about has, this for five years since 2016 when it like it, the, nope. I, I realized it and then it's never once my crossed head. my mind. Now you'll never stop thinking about it. Steve nope. Kerr and Stephen Curry are basically the You just ruined the, the NBA for me. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin Durant. Uh-huh. See what I did there? I do, because I Through do want to talk about it. your own take. Back on you. Kevin Durant did ruin the NBA, and Steph Curry's here to save it. And I believe it is, a quote uh, from you when we were not recording one time was, Kevin Durant ruined the NBA. I'm not kidding. That's not a joke. I'm not kidding. It's not even like I'm not trying to do shtick. The the man ruined the NBA. And this is this is a good point because like this is this is actually relevant. I'll do the rant right now because it's relevant. 2016 was the greatest year of NBA basketball of all time. It it had everything you would ever want. Uh, Every game I was locked into the entire regular season. Um, the the Oklahoma City Thunder were awesome. Kevin Durant was on that team. Uh, LeBron James was back in Cleveland trying to win a, yep. an NBA title, bring a title to Cleveland, which you know sounded ambitious, but it was also LeBron. So like maybe he's good enough to do it. Uh, the the Warriors are chasing history. They end up catching the 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 ninety six Bulls and and win nine and win seventy three games. And yep. that entire season, as all this is going on, Steph Curry is he wins the MVP, he wins unanimous MVP because he is just blowing everyone's mind at, at what he's capable of doing on a basketball court. Well, you know, Mark, you know what people forget? 
What's that? That the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead with the 73-win season and the unanimous MVP in Stephen Curry. Is that true? They did that? Yeah, people forget. People forget. <laughs> that was well, a meme that, point, that I would Charlotte, love to bring back. I we'll missed bring it that. back. Well, that's okay. what Steph is bringing. Steph is revisiting 2016 season right now because, uh, yeah, the entire regular season, it was the greatest regular season I, I ever remember watching in all my years of watching basketball. Mm-hmm. There, I was tuned into so many games. I was locked in on, like, who's going to win the title? This is so fascinating. Then the Warriors start, like, like you know, then it sort of became Warriors Cavs, but also the Thunder were pretty good. We remember the Thunder were down, or were up 3 1 on the Warriors yes. in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Clay Thompson goes nuts in game six in yep. Oklahoma City. They they end up was the Harden Warriors, still in, on Oklahoma? No, he, he was he was not. It was Westbrook was and Durant. It was just yeah, Westbrook was, and Durant. That's right. And they had their little buddy dances on the, on the yeah. bench and stuff. Yeah. So the Warriors come back from down 3 1. Uh, insane series in the Western Finals. Uh, they go on to the finals. They play the Cavs. As we know, the Cavs win in Game 7 in Golden State. LeBron comes down. Th- like the whole Everything that you could have scripted was like just insane. It was the greatest season of, of basketball. Kevin Durant ruins the league and, and joins a 73-win team. And the moment that happens, the regular season is dead. The moment Kevin Durant says, I'm going to the Warriors... Uh, every single NBA fan is like, well, I'm not going to watch a second of the regular season because like, it's going to be Cavs Warriors again. And we're just going to, and the Warriors are probably going to win and he ruined the league. And, and, and I feel like ever since then, people have stopped caring about the regular season in the NBA. And I, it's not even just me, Charlotte. It is, uh, the players themselves (laughs) don't care. Right. The, the, the players themselves are sitting out of games, and 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 this year's gotten really bad. Guys are uh, guys are sitting out more often. They're getting hurt because like the schedule is crazy because of the COVID situation right. of like trying to jam pack games in, and uh, it, it, the whole thing is weird. I saw Fred Van Vliet's talked about it. Like it's like the the joy, the love for the game isn't there anymore. It's just like oh, pr- no. purely feels like a business thing where we're playing these games just to cash checks. The point is, all of this is going on. And it feels like the the regular season in the NBA is in trouble. And mm-hmm. not, I don't mean to say like the league is going to fold. I'm not like being an extremist. It's just like, how can we get people to care about the regular season again? Right. Steph Curry says, remember me? Remember five years ago when I gave you the greatest regular season you'd ever seen? I'm back, bitch. And I'm on fire. <laughs> He is the things he's doing. I feel like every time I log onto Twitter, he's broken a new Michael Jordan record. Yes. Or like there's a new, what was it against? I mean, against his brother too. That's pretty bad. Did he have a 49 point game? He had 49 point game. So the the stats of note, uh, in the last 10 games, he is averaging over 40 points a game. In the last 10 games. Like he, I, and he's doing it with 55, 50-91 shooting splits, which might not mean anything to you, but if you follow basketball closely, that is like absolutely mind-blowing that he's shooting those percentages. Um, he has had 30-plus points in 11 straight games. He has had six games this season, Charlotte, where he has made 10 or more three-pointers. This season, it, no player in NBA history has had five or more than five in their entire career, and he has six this season. That's insane. Insane. I, I feel like, you know, I was thinking about it. I was watching some highlights and he moves as though I don't know that there's any athlete, I guess, besides Pat Mahomes, who moves in ways that seem to defy physics like that. Like he does things that he'll take a shot and you're like, there's no way you're going to make that from like the other hoop on the other end. Like, and he'll make it. And as it's going in, you don't believe it, but then it happens. And it's a kind of thing where if a pitcher were having this kind of a season, I would 100% think they were cheating. I'd be like, they are putting something on the ball. Like something is going, this is not possible. And yet 
I don't think there's any way that Steph could be cheating. Like, I don't think it's. There's really you no know, way to cheat in basketball. There's no way I would to say, cheat. I mean, there, you could like you could juice your body, I guess, and like. But I mean, even then, he's still littler than everybody. So yeah, like, who skill, cares, right? And the, and the skill is the part that's amazing. It's not like no one's watching Steph Curry. Yeah. And you're like, man, what great endurance! You're saying like, it's insane that he's making these shots, and there's really it's no like way to finesse. cheat. It's like finesse. It's like it's yeah. like watching someone make a you know. Do you ever? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've, there's this Instagram account that I really like that carves fruit into sculptures. Uh-huh. Okay. And one time this guy made a, um, he turned the tip of a pencil into a tiny sculpture, a tiny graphite sculpture of a feather. And watching him do that, you're like, what? Nobody likes this as much as I do. I've tried to show many people, but okay. I think it's incredible. And that's what it's like watching Steph Curry play basketball. Uh- Okay, so you're saying your greatest athletes right now are the guy who sculpts <laughs> the, the tips of you pencils. You can see and what he Steph does Curry. to avocados, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> the guy who carves avocados at Steph Curry, kidding. right up one A, one B for you. Your, your His MVP. Pumpkins on Halloween were out of control. Your NBA MVP is the guy who carves pumpkins. All right, yes. got it. I think I'm tracking what you're saying. They're orange. Um, the basketball's orange. Uh, so yes, Steph. Steph is playing like this is. I, I guess for for me, what, what's so exciting about this is that Steph is making the regular season matter in a sense of like, first of all, the Warriors are fighting for a playoff spot, so like he there there is something on the line for the Warriors. It feels like a lot of the other teams, uh, for example, like the Lakers are are fourth or fifth or I, who even knows where they're at in the Western standings. I feel like nobody on the Lakers cares if they win or lose. They're like, just get us no. to the playoffs. We'll we'll right. be fine once we get there. Um, there are a lot of teams that feel that way. The Warriors uh, are not. So it's not like Steph is just doing this for, uh, uh, you know, it's not like it was in 2016 where whether they catch the Bulls or not, who cares? They're still going to be the best team. They're still probably going to make the final, right. whatever, whatever. They, they legitimately have to win these games. And uh, that makes it must-see TV on, on top of on top of just Steph's heroics in general. It is It has been incredible to watch. And uh, in that regard, like it, it – it, that, that, that's why our list today, what we're going to do today is mm-hmm. our, our athletes who fit this sort of mold of, I wanted it to be the athletes that you feel like are appointment TV, but I felt I, I had this, I had this epiphany as we were talking it out, Charlotte off air, mm-hmm. which is that uh, Steph Curry, what's going on right now is it, it is in part appointment TV where if, if I told you the Warriors are playing tonight, you probably want to watch. But more so than that, I feel like there's a fear of missing out with Steph Curry, which is yes. like a subtle nuance, which is like, I, I'm not going to clear my schedule to watch it, but I forgot that there's a Warriors game tonight and I get on the internet or I watch highlights. Like I find out that Steph Curry did X, Y, Z. Yes. I am so upset that I was not watching that game. Okay. Right? Well, I think I did. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that that's how we were doing our list, and I did it as my personal appointment TV. Okay. Like that's as fine. like as the things that I like your version better, but I made this one thinking like who I get. No, I guess it's the same for me. It's personal it's, FOMO. It, like if I get on the internet and I see that something happened with one of these athletes and I didn't see it, I'm mad at myself. Yes. That's that's exactly what Steph Curry has become, and and so I, think, I guess it. I did make my list this way, but I guess it's yeah. not my list. Isn't some people will be like, what? But <laughs> bear with me. No, they're they're, they're okay. It'll, it'll make sense later. But I wanted to say that before we get into our list, just to like that that is the part of uh, that that is so fascinating about Steph Curry is that. Um, 
there have been a lot of obviously great NBA players that we've seen through the years. There, there are a lot of great players in the league right now. I still do not believe Steph Curry is the best player in the NBA. I, I believe at no point in time in his career has he been the best player in the NBA. But I also Why? believe... Who do you think is better right LeBron now? LeBron James has been better oh, as, enti- right. as long as LeBron James is in the, the league. He's the best player in the league. Um, but... <laughs> I was like, who could be better? <laughs> who, who? Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, but but as long as the, the the one thing that Steph has had that no one else has, even LeBron hasn't been able to tap into is the the universally beloved. I feel like nobody says to themselves, "I hate Steph Curry." And if you do, it's it's like a reflection of you more so. Oh yeah, it's like, it says way hate, more about you. I hate how he chooses mouth guard, and it's like get over yourself. You don't right. hate Steph Curry, like get over yourself. Uh, and number two, it's like how inadequate do you feel in your daily life? <laughs> And number two, because of that, because he is universally beloved, he has mm-hmm. he has reached this point where uh, it is just a, a cohesion, a a uh, sports fandom, like a shared experience, if you will, Charlotte. That like as Steph Curry is going nuts against the Philadelphia 76ers, it feels like everybody is in on it together, and we're all watching this yeah. together. And if you yeah. are not in on it to with these people. You feel like you're out. You feel like you missed out. You feel like, I mean, I, I don't know. So, like, there there have been other guys that have been on awesome stretches. Actually, there haven't been a lot of guys that have been on stretches like Steph's on right now. But no one has been able to tap into that, where it's where you show up at work the next day, and I know a lot of people are working remotely right now, but imagine you're not, and you show up at work, and some coworker's like, did you see what Steph did last night? And you're like, there's, like, something in you that's like, ah, I missed I, it. Yeah, and you get really I, upset that you missed that game yeah i saw a tweet the other day that was like you know i feel like this twitter was more fun when we all just watched stuff together and tweeted about it and someone replied and was like you know i can't remember who this was so i apologize um but they were like yeah but um you know streaming has done away with so many of that so much of that and like you know even nba league pass like sure like I feel like for baseball, it's Sunday Night Baseball. Like, okay, you can figure out what everybody's talking about if you're on sports Twitter and that's the big thing that's happening. Or like, you know, the ABC games that they put on or like the bigger one. But it's very hard to find something. Like the Meghan and Harry interview is the biggest example I can think <laughs> yeah. of as something. Like, and that's not even sports. I mean, I guess March Madness. I guess March Madness. Let's put it Are that you speaking way, but... of the monoculture, Charlotte? Is that the word we're looking for? Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. Yeah, so for, for Steph Curry to like break through the, yes. the modern media landscape. The static. And to, to demand everyone's attention as he's going nuts during a regular season NBA game in April that theoretically should not matter. Um, but it does matter for the Warriors, obviously. But like in general, there right. are not a lot of regular season games that America is getting excited about in the NBA right now. And right. Steph Curry has found a way to make us excited about it. And that is perhaps his greatest accomplishment. That is perhaps career. the most exciting of all. <laughs> um, so with that in mind, let's do our list. These are our okay. top five. As uh, as I said, these are these are my I'll, I'll frame mine again. Um, is these these are the fear of missing out guys that uh, a little di- I feel like there's a subtle nuance between clear my schedule appointment TV and um, I don't, I'm not necessarily going to with all these guys, like definitely lock in every game they, that they play. But if something crazy happens with these guys, I get so upset that I wasn't watching it live. So That's, my version is my of that is, is, is very personal because these are people you'd be like, okay, but like, I feel bad because I care about them. Well, that's, that's, I mean, it should be personal, right? Like that's the point of our list. I know, but some just I, number three, you'll explain. Yeah, right, right, right. okay, let's just do the let's list. Do the list. Let's just yeah. do the list. Go ahead. Okay. You go first. You, I like when you start. 
mine is Shoei Otani. Yes. Uh, because I did not see the game where he both pitched over 100 miles an hour and hit a home run off a, over 100 mile an hour or or hit a home. There was something with miles per hour that was absurd. And I had to go on Twitter and then I turned the game on, but he had already done the amazing thing. And then later he got hurt or I saw I just and I was like, ah, you idiot. Like, why didn't you watch the thing when he did the amazing thing that everybody else got to see in real time? He did the thing and I didn't see him do the thing. Yes, and I hated it. I felt I was like, ah, he, and I love I be- baseball. I believe at the time I was watching him do the thing. It was in the first inning alone that yes. uh, Shohei Otani threw a 100 mile an hour pitch in the top of the first inning. Yes. And then he bats second, which is absolutely insane. Uh, for a pitcher right. to bat, so he's, pitcher? In the, he's in the American League, and most no pitchers in the American. You bury league them bat. at nine. In the American League, they don't even bat, and he was batting first of all, and, oh, he, and then I got them yeah. confused. No, he's in the American League, and he still batted, and didn't just bat; he batted second in the lineup. So you see the lineup card that says pitcher second. You're like, that makes no sense. And wow, then, I and didn't the, even put that together. I was so focused on what he was doing. That's even more insane. And then in the bottom half of the first inning, after the top half, he throws a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, strikes some guy out. Uh, It was the fastest – I believe it was the fastest pitch. This is the stat you probably saw. At the time – and this was like seven or eight games into the season, so it's very early. But at the time, it was the fastest pitch thrown by a starting pitcher. Yes. And then he, in the bottom half of the inning, smashes a 450-foot home run, and it was like the hardest – it was the hardest-hit ball hit by any hitter so far in the season at that point. Yeah. Now, all, all in the same inning, all in the first inning to start out the game. <laughs> that, and I missed it. And I missed it. And I felt like such a dummy. And it was like, yeah. I just kept thinking of when Giselle tweeted, my husband cannot throw and catch the ball at the same time. Yes. I was like, well. And Otani's I mean, wife was like, mine can. Yeah, so. yeah. I was like, well. <laughs> Check this guy out. Yeah, so that's, that's my number that's five. That's a great pick. Uh, my number five, and I'm, I'm not doing a bit. I, I swear to God, this is actually my number five. I, I really thought about this. There's no bit. I'm going to get out ahead of this and say there's no... Are you, are you sure? I, I promise there's no bit. Okay. My number five is legitimately Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I, of who it is, I believe that it's not I, a bit because I, he is... I love watching Aaron Rodgers play football. So more so than Patrick Mahomes, even who has become Patrick Mahomes for a lot of people has become the Steph Curry of football. We'll say like, that's kind of the comparison people make in terms of like breaking the mold and, and having the confidence to do things that no one would even dare try. Um, But for me, I enjoy watching Aaron Rodgers more than Pat, even Patrick Mahomes when Aaron Rodgers is cooking because he, he's more traditional. He, he plays and, uh, you know, like I, I, I played football growing up. I was a I was a quarterback of my high school team. And I say that just to mention that, like, I when I was playing football, you I you were the man. I was the man. I was awesome. I had a letter jacket that I wore all the time. I still oh, wear it. That's I still, really cool. <laughs> I God still wear. It. It. Okay. No. Uh, when I was playing football, I would obviously watch like the, the NFL guys, and I would like try to, you know, like I would I would be inspired by like yeah. I would watch Peyton Manning. And I'd be like, what does Peyton do on these plays? Like maybe I could pick something up. I could learn right. something. And so I I say that to say that when I watch Aaron Rodgers, I see a man who. That's the only guy. That's like the guy I'm most jealous of. I wish that like if wow. I could be a quarter, like take me back to my high school days. If I could play football like any quarterback that has ever lived, I would not want to play like Patrick Mahomes. I would in fact rather play like Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. He is the the greatest thrower of a football I have ever seen in my life. It is insane how easy he makes it look, how cool he makes it look. 
Uh, and for that reason, I have him number five on my list. Because if I find out that Aaron Rodgers like yeah. just went off and went nuts, oh, if I if, if you if you see a, an Aaron Rodgers hail mary on Twitter and you didn't see it yeah. in real time, yeah. you feel so it sucks. It's Sunday night football, and I went to bed early, and I wake up the next morning, and I hear about Aaron Rodgers had these like two two game winning drives. Like he goes yeah. on a game winning drive. Yes. He thinks it's for the game, but then the other team scores to win it. And then Aaron Rodgers is like, no bitch, I'm going to do it again. And has another <laughs> game winning drive. And I wake up the next morning and miss that whole thing. I am so upset. I am, I am very, very angry at myself. So Aaron Rodgers, number five on my list. Okay. That's a great one. That's a great, I agree with your list so far. Um, my number four is Paige Beckers on UConn mm-hmm. um, because what she did this season was out of control. And there's someone I'm close to who is obsessed with uh, UConn basketball. And I became, I got really into it. And so it's really fun when you have a player where she became a one name play. She became Paige, you know, mm-hmm. like in, in women's college basketball, like you didn't have to say her last name. You just did Paige and everybody knew who you were talking about. But then her last name sounds like Buckets, kind of. So then it's like you kind of want to say the last name because it's Pagey Buckets. Pagey Buckets. (laughs) But it's it's Beckers, which is confusing for the spelling. Right. Took me a little while to figure that out, but you know we got there. Um, But I would I if I didn't see her play and she you know did another insane put the team on her back again or I mean they had a lot of good players but she was definitely incredible and. if I saw that she had done something, I hated that I missed it. I will, or if you log on to Twitter and you see tweets about her from like six hours ago where you're like, ah, okay, it's too late for me to join in, but I want to watch the highlight and join in now. Right. So that was this year. That was a big one for me. I, uh, I'll back you up on that because when she was in the Elite Eight, when they were playing Baylor, right? Mm-hmm. That was the Baylor yeah. game. Um, the men's elite eight was going on at the exact same time, and it was oof. It was Loyola versus Oregon. That's no, right. it, that was yeah. the that was a Sweet Sixteen. Loyola versus Oregon State was going on at the same time. Yeah, that was. I remember because you said you were like I. This well, was, maybe I, I watched the. I, I don't remember, but I, it was Loyola Oregon State game, and it was a big time woof, and <laughs> that game sucked. And I saw like people on Twitter were going nuts about the women's game. Yeah. So I was like, the hell with it. Like, I know I'm supposed to be covering the men's <laughs> tournament, but I want to watch Paige Becker's. Yeah, totally. Like you like, can't yeah. not watch it. Yeah. yeah. Give me that. So, uh, I, I, that's a good pick. Thank I like you. it. Uh, number four for me is Luka Doncic. Uh, oh, that's he, such a good one. He's, he's gotten to that point where I, I will say like there, there is a little, I, I had a slight tinge of anti-Luca feeling as he was heading into the NBA because going into the huh. draft, so many people love this guy and they could not articulate why they loved him. It was just like, he, he was European and he sounded, they loved the idea of him. But like, if you, if you press people on it, you're like, so tell me like, what is it about his game that you love? They're like, yeah, I don't know. He won Euro league MVP. I know that. He was 17 when he did it. Like, that's pretty good, right? And I'm like, yeah. You're but, like, but what like, else? But like, what about his game? And you're like, I don't know. I don't, I've never actually watched him play. Like, I'm like, well, then you can't. He's a big white guy. I identify with him. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you can't be a fan of the guy if you've never seen him play, can you? And they're like, right. no, watch. We will be. <laughs> and that's like kind of how people were. And then uh, he gets traded for Trey Young on draft night. And they get pitted up against each other. And, you know, Luca has like a better rookie year. Trey Young is now balling out, but like people who loved Luca early, you now have to like crap on Trey Young, which feels completely unfair because Trey Young is awesome in his own right. Anyway, like I didn't love the way people, I didn't love the way the Luca fan base started. I didn't love the start of it. Um, And and so, in that regard, some small part of me still doesn't love it when Luca goes nuts and people. 
people get 10% more excited about Luca than they would if it was any other player doing what yeah. Luca's doing. You know what I mean? But having so that said all drives that, the feeling, though, I think. Sort of. But having said all that, I'll say in spite of all of that, Charlotte, I still... <laughs> When the when the when the internet is a buzz about Luka Doncic, I I feel yes. like I need to have seen what happened. Like the most the most recent example, he hits a game winning floater from the three point line to beat the Grizzlies last week. I was not watching the game. Uh, I saw the highlights like twelve hours after the fact, and I was like, damn it, that would have been nice to be watching that live because yeah. that would have blown my mind to see that happen live. So, I'm you're picking all the people that I I didn't really consider so far. And now that you say it, I'm like, Oh sh- yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. Um, I'll, all right, I'll my number- my, how about this? I'll, I'll create an NFT of my list and sell it to you and you can have it. Oh, for no, I can't afford that. Are you kidding me? I don't have 60 grand. I'm not Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> um, okay. My number three is Joe Burrow. Okay. And I am putting this because I was, I think he is a, I have so much fun watching Joe Burrow play football. Mm-hmm. And I think from from that national championship game uh, where he was just electric and he plays so confidently. I've, I don't know that I've ever seen a rookie in any sport step onto the field or the court or whatever and be like, oh, yeah, no, I got this. And you believe him. Mm-hmm. And he is the level like he has an it factor that I I can't quite believe like he played on the Bengals. His O-line was a colander. He eventually paid the price for that. You know, he he tore up his knee and it seems like he's healing up. Okay, hopefully. Um, And I was livid at the Bengals the entire time that they had him, that they just kept letting him get hit you're like no, a mother he, watching him yeah it's it's and you're just like Take i care truly of my son, please i became yeah. like deeply maternal about like i couldn't watch but i also couldn't not watch so um i'm just i just feel very invested in him as a player and i also think he's amazing to watch especially because he's on a bad team because he does yeah. things that players on good teams don't have to do um, right. to overcompensate for the fact that he's not being protected or he's not getting the help that he needs. And so I just, every, every game, I want to see what he's got. He's got a, he's got an ultra green light. Like you said, because he's, he's, his team sucks and he, like, yes. if we're going to win this game, I'm going to have to do some insane stuff. So I'm going to try to do the insane stuff. And yeah. It's not going to work because I'm a rookie and we suck, but I'm going to try it anyway. Here we but go. But like a few times, it looks like it could. <laughs> yeah, it looks like and it could. And that's really all you can ask for. Yeah. He's awesome. He's he's the best. His confidence is uh, – it's – that that was that was crazy to watch the the LSU year, especially just given that um you know he, he was like he transferred to LSU because he couldn't get on the field at Ohio State and I yeah. feel like a lot of guys in that situation would not be confident and I certainly wouldn't be if I was like a bench warmer, I mean I was I was literally a bench warmer. That's my yeah, I was like you were dude. <laughs> I, yeah, like if I would have transferred to another team, I could have transferred to a smaller school at some point in my college career and probably got some minutes but i probably would have like not I, I think i was damaged goods i think like the first two years that i'm on the bench i'm like i suck and it's just in my head that i suck and this guy and had then the you exact turn opposite. that into a brand and, yeah. and here we are and joe burrow had the exact opposite approach which is that i'm awesome and if ohio state doesn't see it then screw them although he did he likes ohio state he's a buckeye but uh yeah, yeah, like what an unbelievable anyway. attitude. I feel like it's very hard. Actually, it, it can go both ways, though, you know, because like 
I have had the mentality of like, if somebody tells me I can't do something or like, I'm not the person for the job, I'm like, I am going to destroy you with how successful I'm about to be, you know, like, which who knows if that's healthy, but you know, and Joe Burrow seemed to come from not a place of vindictive (laughs) nature. So I think maybe he's also a better person than I am. Who's to say? I'm usually that way, but every so often the haters are right. And they're like, you'll never be able to. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Good point. Listen, if I were a college athlete, I mean, you know, that one semester of squash, I was like, yeah, it's not for me. The haters are right. So I feel you. I get it. The first time I played squash at Dartmouth, the haters said. Keep me humble. Thank you, Mark. Yep. Just hit me over the head with a squash racket. Uh, number three on my list. Again, I stress this is not shtick. I'm not doing this as a bit. He's legitimately number three on my list. A man that you have come to know pretty well because I've talked about him ad nauseum on this podcast. His name is Bryson DeChambeau, and he hits the ball an absolute mile. <laughs> no, Mark, you don't have to worry that I think these are bits. It's a bit if you're like f- fooling me somehow. Oh, these not, you yeah. genuinely. I, I know genuinely, that you're obsessed with Aaron Rodgers and with and Bryson. Bri- I am obsessed with Bryson, and again, I, I reiterate, I am not a fan of Bryson. I'm a, I'm not a fan of in the sense that I want Bryson to win. I don't want Bryson to win. I don't care. He's he's a goober. He's a loser. I'm but a fan of him. You're very invested in Bryson. I'm invested. Yeah, I'm. He's great theater. It's great theater. I got to see what happens next. If you tell okay, me so, that's any golf match, any any anything anything that happens with Bryson DeChambeau, if I was not watching, I am mad that I was not watching. So you're watching Bryson DeChambeau for the articles, is what you're saying? Yes. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Just want to be clear. They're good articles, Charlotte. They're great articles. Yeah, no, articles. a lot of really in-depth reporting really uh, makes you think. You know, that's why it's I like not, him. It's not, it's, it's, he hits the ball a mile. He hits the piss out of it. We know that. That is, that is what gets you in the building. That's what gets you, that is, that is the, uh, the cover shot of the magazine, if you will. <laughs> right? But the articles are things such as complaining to the rules officials, the articles yes. are things such as press conferences where he calls Augusta National actually like a par 67 or whatever it was that he said. And then he goes out and almost misses the cut. And when he says, <laughs> I've got a little something in my bag, and you're like, yes, what? Yes, yes. You're it's, like, are you okay? Everything. It's the video that he made of him and his buddies working out together. I don't know if you saw that. That no. uh, was, was the was douchiest, that? corniest thing. I'll send it to you. Okay. Uh, it, it was like, it made J.J. Watt look like the coolest guy on earth. Um, <laughs> it's... It, nothing gives me anxiety more in sports. I don't. I feel like right now than someone saying the phrase, "Did you see what Bryson did?" And I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> You're I'm like, like I, I need no, to no, what did I miss? I got <laughs> Hold on. Sh- sh- hold that thought. I'm gonna grab my phone. I got to figure it out. So, oh, I love it. That's a great one. Yeah. Um, Okay, my number two, I cheated. Sorry, there are three people, but they're all tennis people. <laughs> and tennis people, tennis. like, you number know what three, I mean? Number three, tennis. <laughs> tennis, literally. Number three, the big tennis thing. It's Naomi Osaka, Roger Federer, Serena Williams. Like, I care about tennis a lot, and I love playing it, and I think it's a great sport, but I forget when it's on. And mm-hmm. so if I see that something is happening with one of these three people, or if I hear after the fact that I missed it, I, I hate myself. Like I hate myself. Like I'm like, why didn't you know? Like, can't you do the time? I was difference doing for nothing Australia? today. Why did I not watch this? Exactly. I've I, never I, I been doing. Not, I haven't I was, been doing anything for understand. like yeah. 14 months now. You know, like what was I possibly doing? And a little bit with Nadal, and not as much a Djokovic, but these three, like these are the these are the three that I'm. You know, one of them in the beginning of the career, and then the two. I'm like, I need to catch Federer and Serena while they're still 
doing this. So that's my that's my I hope you can forgive me for cramming three you. in there. Do, do you think if Serena Williams wanted to, she could go play squash and be the greatest squash player of all time as well? Uh, yeah. I mean, yes. It. Well, yeah. <laughs> I had to, I had to think. I was like, well, skill wise, it's the same thing. That was, like, it's slightly different. Like the fact that was that, a girl trying. That, that's full circle. That's the girl that trying kombucha, where she was like, mm, oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, is, are, is it simple? I'm I'm being serious. I I really don't know anything about squash, and you're the squash expert on the show. Is, would it be Would it be close enough that she could just pick up a squash racket in her yeah. later years and just dominate everybody? I think so. I think All so. Right. I mean, it's a different wrist motion, and it's a smaller spin. Okay, shut her up. Her wrist well, goes go, this way. We need it to go this way. Tell me your stupid <laughs> list. Who's your number stupid two on your stupid list? Number two on my list is the man himself that inspired the list, Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. I have nothing else to really say. I mean, we've already talked about him a little bit, but yeah. I'm he glad is, you uh, put him on there. I, I didn't put him on because I hoped that you would. Yeah, I, I, I had to. I didn't really want to because it's like I wanted to use that as a jumping off point to talk about other people. But uh, I mean, I really thought about it. And I was like, yeah, Steph belongs on the list. It's it's I, I, I get that feeling of like, I can't believe I miss this. I can't believe... Uh, cause, cause it isn't the same when you go watch highlights, it's not the same as watching it live, watching it it's live. Not. You have no idea what's going to happen. Highlights, you know, what's going to happen. Someone sent you a link. That's like, check out this awesome shot. So when you're clicking on it, you're primed to, to see something awesome. But when you're watching yes, live, it, right. That's what it is. Right? You just, yeah. I never really, I was like, why do I, yeah. Cause the surprise factor is gone. It's the surprise. You have no idea. And, uh, it's, it, it, yeah. And, and watching it live, it, it's it, you know it's you kind of know it's coming that Steph is going to make like you know if the game's on the line and he's got the ball in his hands you feel co- you feel confident that he's going to do something insane. But you don't know. But you don't know. We've seen him not. We saw in Game Seven of the Finals in 2016 he had the ball and Kevin Love put the clamps on him and he, yeah, he couldn't score. Yeah, people forget. People forget that. So you never know what's going to happen. So when he does do it and you were there to witness it, it's uh it's pretty awesome. And and all I can think when I see stuff like that is man, I wish I owned that NFT of, of that <laughs> shot right there. <laughs> oh my god i love it Uh, all right uh Uh, number one on my list is the nets when everyone is healthy mm. because i feel like this is something that it hasn't happened it's happened what five or six times but when Mm. harden Kyrie, and katie are all healthy i'm watching that and i'm and and people are going to be talking about it and i'm going to feel like a fool if i didn't watch that and the, the discourse that comes out of it is just, it, number one, how unstoppable they are. Number two, how they don't guard anybody. So, like, that's yes. fun, too. And is that going to bite them? And could they beat the Lakers? And would they beat and the Lakers? And is it too much personality? And are they going to be able to yes. make it work, even as they're currently making it work? And, and yeah, just like, I just, okay, I just of, saw like, it work, but will it work? <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, the storylines that swirl that I want to, yeah. you know, that you can't, escape and i don't want to escape i love it i love the nets for their combination of physical prowess and propensity for drama like that is everything i've ever wanted and they give it to us and so whenever everybody's playing i'm gonna be watching that's 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 a good call but it unfortunately they're not no all offense play to patrick until, <laughs> unfortunately they're not all of them are going to play together until like game three of the nba finals i think i think yeah, that'll I be know. the first well, game Mark, they all... you know what i'll be watching <laughs> I'll be watching. <laughs> I think the the yeah, we'll all be locked in. Um, number one on my list. I hate when this happens when we have the same guy or or gal on Do our we? list and uh, we overlap. I really hate this, but at the same time, I love it. I love when we overlap. 
this is genuine. This was genuinely my the 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 top five in order. So I stuck with. I'm gonna stick with it. My number one is Shohei Otani. Wow. He's number one for me. He is. I I thankfully was blessed enough to watch the game live. I believe it was uh, Easter Sunday because I was in Indianapolis. And I was over at my parents' house for Easter, I think, that game. The the game where mm-hmm. Otani had the first inning. And I think we just threw the game on. Oh, you know what it was? It was it was after the women's – was it after the women's uh, – was it the Monday night? Yes, it was the Sunday night game. No, it was Sunday after, night. After, after the, the women's, women's title, championship. The title game. That's what it was. Yeah, Sunday night after the women's title game. It was Easter Sunday. And I was at my parents' house for Easter because I was in Indianapolis for the Final Four. And uh, that game came on, and I watched it. And I, o- Otani has been on the Angels for a couple years now, right? This is his yeah. second or third year, yeah. third year, I think. Um, and and I remember when he came over uh, to to play for LA, and the idea that that he was he's he's all star caliber hitter, all star caliber pitcher. Yeah. And what are they going to make him do? Which team was he going to go to? Was was a big talk because uh, I'm a Cubs fan, obviously. And uh, as as a fan of a team in the National League, I was crossing my fingers that he would want to hit and pitch. And I was like, come to the National League, Shohei. We need yeah. you at the Cubs. You can do both. And then he goes to the American League, and I was like, man, that's a bummer. Because then early on, he was uh, – on days he would would pitch, he would not hit. Right. And then when he would not pitch, he was a designated hitter. And it was just like – it felt like – like I wanted to see the whole package, Charlotte. We wanted and... to see it all at once. And then it all came together on that one special night. It happened. And now I'm hooked to where I I, I have to watch any time. He, he just came back, by the way. He had like a finger blister and wasn't pitching. Yeah. Um, and he just came back and threw four scoreless innings. But he, he walks a ton of people. I will say that. But it doesn't matter. He's striking dudes out. He's throwing 100 miles an hour. He's already got four home runs in like 14 games. He could conceivably, and this is why I'm locked in on Otani. Yes, 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 yes. Go there. He could go conceivably, there, Mark. Go there. Charlotte, in his career, win a Cy Young and win a Silver Slugger Award. Both. Maybe in the same year. And if I that want happened. That. I want, let's hit, is it, that's not, you need a word for that. What's a, is the that, Babe Ruth, I don't know. You know how many times growing up I heard stories about Babe Ruth and I thought, like, I don't understand why this doesn't happen anymore. I went to high school, but this is back to me going to high school with, with great. I've, I've talked about this on the show before. One of the, one of the many professional athletes I went to high school with. Uh, was a guy by the name of Lance Lynn, who is now a pitcher for the Chicago White Sox, and mm-hmm. is, he throws gas. He's awesome. Uh, he, he's he's the best. I love Lance. But Lance Lynn was the the great one of the greatest baseball players in the history of the state of Indiana. Mm-hmm. I watched him his senior year. Uh, he he was a pitcher, obviously in high school, was completely unhittable. But he also, when he wasn't pitching, was playing first base. And I watched this man hit like he must have averaged three home runs a game. It no was way. unbelievable. He he mashed the absolute shit out of the ball. Like I've <laughs> never seen a guy hit a baseball. And the reason I bring that up is that I have known Lance Lynn from high school, and I've known how great he could have gone to the majors and played first base and been and hit forty home runs a year and been awesome. But he decided to be a pitcher. And when Lance Lynn was pitching for the Cardinals. And would have to step into the batter's box. It looked like he had never held a baseball bat in his life. And it drove me <laughs> insane, Charlotte. I just wanted to scream. I wanted to like call our mutual friends and be like, what the hell happened to Lance? I don't understand. Oh like he God. should be able to hit the fastballs at least that are just coming right down the pipe. I don't get it. Right. What's going on? And uh, anyway, I, I say that to say that it's frustrating knowing that some of these pitchers could be great hitters if they just wanted to be. And yep. Shohei Otani, bless his heart, said, I want to be that. I, yes. He said, Mark Titus, I hear your, your call. And I want, I want to satisfy you. I'm coming to America, and I'm going to mash home runs, and I'm going to throw the ball 100 miles an hour. And uh, if you do not watch, you are going to regret it. And he's absolutely I love right. It. So I love he's number it. one. There he you nailed you. Wow, when did he say that to you? 
He uh, he texted me. It was, oh, okay. it was it was a text, so I have to I have to get the timestamp. He yeah, didn't just, actually <laughs> just screenshot that and send it send it over to me so I can verify your sources. Um, these are good lists. These dude. are fun lists. These are good I'm lists. Proud we did well. of us. Yeah, we did I well. love when we do well. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I like your list. I like your your top five had nine people on it. That was good. Yeah, thank you. I'm, nice, I nice you know I, I could have been a lawyer. I'm very good at loopholes. <laughs> uh, anything <laughs> else before we go? It. I'll find it. Um, is there anything else? Well, send us emails. The People Sports yep. Podcast at gmail.com. I want to know your top off. five. Yeah. yeah, tell us who we left off. I, I I'm curious. Who, who, what's the most egregious that we? Mahomes probably. But, right? Yeah, people are gonna say Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Or they're well, gonna whatever. say. I, I, I feel like that Tom Brady. Tom Brady could be. Yeah. I don't think so as much as only in the playoffs. Like if there's a random Bucks game and he's there's, having a good game and I miss it, I don't care. There are a lot of guys in basketball. I feel like you can make a uh, your whole list be NBA guys, honestly. So oh I yeah, I mean that, like the know? like anyone on the Jazz or the Suns right now. Like Jokic honestly, is good too on the Nuggets. Like I see Jokic yeah. stat lines and I'm like, man, I wish I would have watched that last night. That's yeah. Joel Embiid is up there. Um, you know who's know. gotten sneaky like amazing again is Chris Paul. Yeah. He watching him is fun. It's like he's, he's like a general out there. He's yeah. like, you go here, you go here, and then they do, and then he like <laughs> goes to the basket anyway. And I love it. All time Chris Paul is the greatest pointer in NBA history. I have him yes. above Magic Johnson. Uh finally he's eclipsed Magic Johnson as the When greatest. you say Chris Paul, I picture him pointing at somebody. He's, that's that's why it's called the point guard. I know. But <laughs> it's like actually not, but he's that's, doing it. it should be. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. He's one of the greatest pointers in the history of basketball. Um, yeah, I, I'm curious to see what people think who we left off because, uh, you know, I, there there are a lot of good ones out there, and and we, I I only, I only stuck to five. You only stuck to nine, and uh, we, <laughs> okay. we left a lot off of our list. So. <laughs> Write us, let us know. Let us know your thoughts on the Super League. How how close was I to getting it right? I felt like I did a pretty yeah, good job. Yeah, and tell me but, if I got NFTs right. And tell yeah. me if someone wants to turn a piece of toast into an NFT, let me yeah. know. That, that that should be, we should do that. I, I don't know how, we, we need to research how to create NFTs. Yeah, I well, imagine it's not a we're cheap We're very process, smart, though. we'll figure it yeah. out. Um, all right, well, that's the show. Write us in and uh, we'll have fun talking about this. Thanks for listening, guys.